Welcome to the Major Technicality Podcast, a roundtable discussion about technology, science, the internet, and everything in between. This is episode number 51. I'm Jared from San Diego, and joining me today is... Brady in North Carolina. Dale from San Diego. And Brian in Seattle. Got a great topic you'd like for us to feature on an episode? Got a question or comment for us? Shoot us an email at comments at majortechnicality.com. Shoot us a tweet at Major Technical or comments on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash majortechnicality. Before we get started, I'd like to ask any of you out there who are looking to do some shopping at Amazon to please go to majortechnicality.com slash Amazon. Or you could go to our website and click on the Amazon banner on the right-hand side of the site. This will forward you over to Amazon's website. Go ahead, add items to your cart, and upon checkout, we will get a small percentage. Nothing is added to your order. talking about net neutrality this week and more specifically to the leaked FCC report that came out last Thursday where the FCC kind of went back on their original thoughts on net neutrality saying that they are actually going to support the creation of the quote-unquote fast lane which is where a company can go ahead and pay a internet service provider so that their data will have higher priority and travel faster to people consuming it over that network. That's dumb. It is. Are you at all surprised? You know what? If you would have asked me two months ago after the FCC said, after the Supreme Court said, no, you cannot just blanketly regulate internet service providers because they're sadly not classified as a utility or a telecom, uh, at least even those they are telecoms, the companies, some of them. It's kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. But what the Supreme Court said back in January was that you can't you can't regulate them like that. And the FCC said, you know, hey, we're standing up for the rights of the little guy. You know, we support net neutrality, blah, blah, blah. And then now, a couple months later, it's like, okay. <laughs> now, this is a leaked report. And it's been making the rounds a lot online. All the major news sources have been talking about it. The good thing is, is we have until May 15th, which is when their meeting is going to be. Uh, The FCC has stated that they are thinking about letting public, listening to public opinion or letting it influence them, something along those lines uh, when it comes to this meeting that they're going to be having, which from everything I've read, is going to be the decision will be made at that meeting amongst the commission. Yeah, I hope they listen to public opinion. Hope well, so too. Is the feds? Yeah. <laughs> but okay, I mean, well, here's the way I understand it: is that there is going to be kind of like a baseline. Everybody's going to, you know, they kind of have the same level as far as priority. They're going to have the same amount of bandwidth. They're all going to share the same amount. All it means is that somebody can pay for kind of like priority. Yes, and that is where the FCC is saying in their defense, hey, we're not saying that speeds are going to be throttled. It's that speeds are essentially going to stay how they are, but that people can get faster speeds. Now, if it uh, that, if you just look at it in a very narrow scope, it's fine. That's okay. That, that's fine in a very narrow scope. But the thing that we see a lot of this time, a lot of these times with uh, these legislations and with how these larger companies end up abusing that kind of stuff 
is that it would end up, the lines would start to blur. And, you know, there's a chance, obviously we're speculating here, but that there's a chance down the road that it's going to prevent progress. It's going to keep people who have money, you know, at the top when it comes to internet-related sites and services. So, okay, so somebody's going to pay more for their traffic to get faster. Now... And higher priority. Who are like the top 10 people who are going to be, who the top 10 companies are going to be using it. Google, Facebook, uh, Microsoft, Amazon, Hulu, Netflix. But, Netflix. but I mean, like as far as the speed boost, the ones that are going to probably use it are probably going to be upset about this because they'd have to pay more. And the ones that would benefit from it would be more so the Netflix, Hulu, the ones that do the media streaming because that's yeah. what's heavy on Definitely. It. I mean, Facebook doesn't have to pay because it's not really bandwidth heavy. It is not. You know, it's a pretty. It, it definitely site. is not compared to Netflix. When Netflix takes up the the majority of bandwidth usage in the United States, yeah, I mean, Netflix is definitely the number one thing here. Uh, but this is the funny thing is though that there's already been some signs from Netflix because they're currently paying Comcast. Yeah. Uh, right now to get so that their uh, Netflix subscribers on Comcast can get their shows and stuff at a decent rate and have some decent resolution without drop-offs and stuff. But that itself is already showing up in Netflix saying that they're raising, they're going to be raising streaming prices for new customers so that you're going to have this trickle-down effect. Now for services like, fa- like if Facebook were to do it, Obviously, there's a lot of free services that would, but you're going to start to see these rate increases from the Netflix, the Hulus, Voodoo's, and stuff like that. And people get pissed at that. But then I thought, again, I thought Netflix. I thought Netflix was doing it for more original programming. You see, that's like the way. That's what they. That's, that's what, they what they're well. saying now. But I mean, come on. If they end up having to pay all the major ISPs in the United States to have decent coverage to not lose customers, they ha- are going to have to raise their rates, or they're going to have to cut original programming, or they're going to have to cut other content. Well, no. Yeah. I mean, I. Th- I you know think, the- I mean, right now they 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 pay ISPs as far as to get to get their content to us. Right now, they struck a deal to like POS. cut out the middleman yeah. and just go straight straight to Comcast. Who knows how much more they have to pay to like get the priority that they need? We don't know the details as far as what they're going to charge. Yeah. But I mean, right now, what they're saying is content is more expensive. I mean, they're trying to get as many subscribers as possible. Oh yeah, they're no, I mean Netflix with- is. I mean, Netflix is doing very well for themselves. They've they've had a big growth in uh, subscribers. Uh, they had a little drop off when their rates went up a little bit, and then they've kind of they've rebounded from that. But yeah, I mean, that's one of the things like I'm worried about and not, I mean, I'm okay with paying a dollar or two more a month for Netflix. That isn't that big of a deal for me, but it's just this, if you end up putting a cost, an additional very high overhead cost onto a company, it has to find a way to pass that cost off to the consumers. Yeah, welcome to even worse advertisement times for like YouTube and stuff. Very like true. That. Yeah, I mean, it could be something as stupid as an extra five seconds on YouTube of advertisements before you're before whatever you're watching, which is petty, you know, to be upset over. But you know, there are other services that will definitely suffer. Yeah, but I also wonder though if this is not implemented hypothetically. Let's say we all say no, we don't want this at all, so they don't go through with it. Are we still then going to be kind of stuck where we're at right now, where Netflix won't stream very well, all this content won't stream really well, and, you know, we as consumers are also suffering? You know what? If something were done where the fact of broadband prices for consumers, if those went down as a result of the content providers paying for additional bandwidth, if there was a flip like that, Mm. would have no problem whatsoever. 
you know, yeah, their services might go up, but your bill for your cable, for your broadband cable goes down. But we'll never now see this that. Whole, no, I don't think we'll see that. This whole fast lane bit was uh, was something like your tiered access, right? So you had like a basic internet, and, and that was one of the options that they had where, yeah, you had a basic internet, but if you wanted to be able to access things like Google or Facebook, you were going to have to pay a premium to that's get onto like, the premium that's internet. That's like the worst case scenario. That's we don't want to have yeah. ever happen. Yeah. That turns basically well, internet into cable TV. I, yeah. Well, I don't know. It might kill BuzzFeed off finally. It's <laughs> <laughs> been Jeez. bugging the shit out of me. So much shit being posted on Facebook and everything for BuzzFeed or Chive or whatever. Okay, well, I, yeah. It might kill off those guys, but it would kill off a lot of good stuff. Well, here's here's what I wonder, though. Okay, right now they're trying to incorporate this. You know, I'm sure Comcast is making a case for, like, we could charge extra so that way that extra money we could reincorporate into infrastructure and improve things, right? There's a lot of people that are not happy with Comcast that are not happy with Time Warner. Mm-hmm. And yes, you know, in the short term, it's gonna, it could suck really bad as far as what they could do with this. But there's other companies that are seeing opportunities to build up an infrastructure. You know, you have Google Fiber. You have AT&T that's trying to get into the whole, you know, Fiber yeah. Verizon business. Verizon as well. And then, but you also have like these one-offs in all these different cities that are trying to also develop their fiber network saying, you know, it's like a lot of people are upset yeah. with their cable companies. Here's an opportunity for us to kind of come in and like undercut them because, you know, and offer a better deal. You know, it's funny. It used to be back in the day about uh, probably closer to 20 years ago where everyone was pissed off with their telephone company. Yeah. Long distance carrier. Every, I mean, long distance carrier. Who the hell? Th- God, that's <laughs> such a weird concept these days. Our kids will never know what a long-distance carrier is. Yeah. Weird concept. But anyway. That's a topic for another podcast. (laughs) I I know, I know. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So, you know, you have that. And then, since then, there hasn't been too much. You'll have, you know, the occasional bitching about cell phones and stuff. But, thankfully, the market has gotten very competitive, even though it shrunk significantly. It's gotten really competitive. I was able to just to save, like, uh, 60 bucks off my bill every month and actually getting an improvement in uh, most everything with AT&T. You couldn't say that a couple years ago, usually. Yeah. But then now, yeah, it's kind of turning to cable. I mean, two years ago, I was happy as hell with my cable. I'm actually having conversations with my wife about cutting the cord for cable television. And I mean, internet prices are, you know, are going up. Found out Cox in my area, who used to have, I think, about five different tiers for uh, internet. And uh, I was like towards the higher with a 25 megabit down, 5 megabit up. Mm-hmm. And now it's 5 down for the lowest, 25 for the medium, and 100 up. That's or 100 down uh, for, the, for the high end. And that, that's it. No more of the Jeez. little ones. It's cool that I can go to the 100 megabit if I wanted to. But it's like they're slimming down choices and the, and the rates are like going through the roof. It's insane. I'm paying like 115 for 105 and 20. Yeah, <laughs> it's not bad. You know, I make a lot of money. I work from home. I need that internet. I got my Uma here. You know, so I pay four dollars a month for phone service. Yeah, I mean, works really well. well. You know what? Combining it with using it for phone and everything, you know that that makes more sense. You know, paying something like yeah. that. That you know, because I would assume if I cut out uh, my phone, which I don't use or even have hooked up, and phones only be like ten bucks. Yeah, ten, sometimes twenty, depending on how they do stupid, you know, stuff. But for me, I'd probably be maybe down to 80, between 60 and 80 bucks for internet only, you know, which would be okay. But I guarantee you that the rates would just keep going up and up and up. And, you know, that's the thing is that if if we were getting promises 
Or at least even the concept spoken of being like, hey, yeah, we're going to use this money to invest in infrastructure. We're going to use this money to help uh, stem the uh, the tide of prices continuously going up. Where like freaking in five years, uh, standard cable with internet might cost you 200 bucks. There's, this there's no reason for them to, there's no reason for them to upgrade the infrastructure. There's no competition in a lot of the places where they're at. But, I know. Like I said, they've, even, they've even admitted, it's like, oh, or they, they at least say that, oh, our customers don't even want new infrastructure or faster speeds or things like that's because they don't know how good they could have it i mean right sure exactly they they purposely keep people in the dark and don't say anything about it yeah so in rural areas you're not you're not you know rural area the priorities are different than in urban areas in urban areas people are generally more educated they you know they want technology they're they're more likely to want to embrace technology i posted a a a graphic about this um a couple of about a month ago on my facebook about the difference between urban and rural yeah i remember that yeah in in rural areas they're more likely to not gone to a starbucks not have visited a gym you know their priorities are not on you know what phone they're going to buy or what internet they're going to you know use or whatever you're you're going to see that a lot, and in some cases, in in rural in urban areas, you you don't have that kind of competition either. There's just one provider. I know up here, I've got a charter, or I have Cox for for choices. You know what? That's actually or, quite sorry, amazing. That you have two cable companies. You have two cable companies to choose from. Like where I'm at, sure. I have Cox or AT and T. If I move got, further south, Comcaster south, it's yeah. AT and T or Time Warner. That's yeah. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. I still, I mean, we had Time Warner in San Diego. We we thought it was pretty good. The Time Warner? Yeah. It wasn't. We had 12 and 2 at the I, time. I, yeah. Right? I, I didn't have huge gripes with Time Warner personally in San Diego, yeah. at least. But still, I mean, I'm it's not, just, yeah, I'm you don't okay have with that. it. Yeah. I mean, you don't have the, the those options and everything. And yeah, it's just. Yeah. Up up in Wilson, back when I was in Wilsonville, um, I was. So I was with Comcast then. And I think I started out with like, I don't know, 20 megabyte down or something. I had something. This is kind of low. But then within you know, the past. I was there for a little over two years. They quadrupled my speeds for no increase in price. I was still paying fifty bucks. I had to yell at them all the t- every six months to put the promo price back on, mm-hmm. but it was worth thirty minutes of agony to get yeah, you know pay thirty bucks. bucks off for six months. Yeah. So wait a minute, um, how did you do that? Because I probably have to do that in a few months. What did you just say? Oh, I don't. You know, I'm not happy with no, my just, service. I'm going to go say, somewhere I, else. I, Give me. I had a promo, promo price. You know. I kept it consistent. I never lost the promo price. So I made sure, hey, I had a promo price the last six months. I want that again. And that's all you had to say. Wow. And if they say no, I want your manager. And then I had to wait about 20 minutes to get a manager. But then he's like, okay, what do you want? Here you go. Yeah. I... Angry white man on line two, sir. <laughs> white man, line two. White he man, may or may man. not be Jewish. He's man. wanting a white deal. White angry man, line two. Yeah. I, I, I've done similar things with, uh, with Cox and was able to keep it down for a while and I, I don't Cox kind of changed uh, how they respond to that kind of stuff. And they they got a lot harder. I think I think for Comcast too, for my area, um, it was the advancement of Frontier FiOS. Mm-hmm. FiOS was coming in. Yeah. Oh slowly, yeah, we have Frontier as well. Yeah. So yeah, we have Frontier FiOS as well, but it was expensive. And yeah, it's not really fast. expensive, but it's more competition. Thus, they had to yeah. adjust yeah. to yeah. you know. See, meet and it. I just exactly, wa- yeah. I just wonder if I mean right now the way we're looking at it as far as cable. It seems like there isn't any. There's no possibility for competition. It's too difficult, you know, to get in there. But you know, looking at was Aereo and what they're doing as far as Aereo, you know, yeah. gathering antenna and like distributing that content to, for people that may not have direct access or the best, you know, reception. You know, they're disrupting that 
that industry. You know, yep. they found a way to get in to tap that and to fight yep. against, you know. So much so that they are, you know, heading to court. And if they lose, I believe the uh, CEO said they did not have a plan B. Yeah. No, they're like going to They did, they they did head to court. Yeah. Yeah. They did head to court. I'm sorry. To the point where the they did go to the Supreme Court and they talked about it this week, as a matter of yeah, fact. Yeah, the past week, yeah. Yeah. Sotomayor, apparently, one of the, a bunch of the justices don't have a clue about how computers work, apparently. Yeah. She used a term called eyedrop, which I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> Since you know, the eye in front of it, it must be tech savvy. It must be Apple. It must be an app. Yeah, it must be an Apple thing. But yeah, she was like, how is this like eyedrop? I don't even know what the hell that is. But yeah, if you go look on the internet, a lot of the stories, they were just dogging the shit out of the justices because justices don't understand the difference between an Intel computer and a Casio calculator. So yeah. but to that point, I mean, they found a way to disrupt that industry. They found... No, yeah, they did. A very unique way that I mean, nobody thought about. I mean, and you look at, like, what Netflix and what Hulu have been able to do as far as cord cutting. You know, for the longest time, we probably thought, yep, that's all there is, is cable. If you want content, you have to get a cable yep. subscription. And they found a way to disrupt that as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, if the cable companies continue down this path of jacking up the prices and, you know, using excuses as far as why they can't provide us, you know, with the content that we want at a respectable speed, that somebody will come in. I mean, Google's started doing that. They've gotten a little scared about it, but, you know, Google's only one company. Yeah, and I mean, even for Google themselves, the infrastructure costs to actually come in and put in your own equipment, not right over someone else's equipment, which in some areas you do have maybe a third option, but they're really not a third option. They just use the equipment from, you know, they've leased the equipment from uh, AT&T or Cox or Time Warner or something. Right, so it's like using the same cell tower. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, just like with like Cricket and how those kind of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're Metro called yeah. Metro yes, they're yeah. Called, so, you know, it's that yeah. same concept concept but they're not you know but i mean getting that infrastructure in is so expensive and so time consuming to be able to do just because yeah but if yeah i I mean google finds ways of like incorporating things you know the first time yes it's super expensive but i'm sure they've studied the hell out of it and like how to do that true but but i mean you get down even to the to the lower levels of permits and dealing with county and cities and that kind of stuff yeah i mean it's just that kind of stuff becomes such a freaking bureaucratic nightmare that that's why you don't have companies additional companies coming out to you know you don't have isp startups really unless you're in a really weird or rural area no but i but i think the incentive is starting to show itself for companies to like hey you know there's an opportunity here if comcast and time warner merge it's like you know what people don't like either of them and now that they're merged they're like they are the bad guy i mean it's kind of the same mentality like how Microsoft has become the bad guy for so long and people were easy, you know, it was easy for people to go to Google or to Apple because it's like, well, we don't like Microsoft that much anymore. Yeah. Let's start using Google. Well, there's some cities that, that, you know, like that's started up and have their own little kind of local internet. I mean, Seattle is doing it. They got shot down. I'm not sure exactly what the implications was, but they were going to have their own, you know, fiber optic network everywhere. And the city was going to put it in Seattle. themselves and then yep. like lease it, it out to a, then then... lease it out to a company or run it themselves. I, I believe the ISPs shot that down, or they tried to, you know, a new mayor came in probably with you know influences yeah, elsewhere yeah. and just shot it down. But... Yeah, because yeah, and that's the other thing is that those kind of projects go well outside, you know, how long you're going to have any government official in that area in office most likely <laughs> right yeah so well, you gotta do it quick yeah yes quick. <laughs> you gotta do it quick 
Yeah, but we kind of touched upon this podcast a couple of episodes ago. But imagine, you know, it's like a lot of companies, they want that access, you know, and if Comcast is going to restrict that, you know, companies like Google, even Facebook, you know, they have billions of dollars, even Apple. You know, if they have an interest in, like, expanding this infrastructure and the ISPs are not willing to do that, you know, it really wouldn't cost them that much, you know, in comparison to what they have in their bank and their vault. (laughs) No, and I mean, they have actually come together for vaguely similar things. Uh, Mm -hmm. Currently, I forget the exact name of the project, but uh, essentially, uh, Facebook started up a foundation with other companies joining in to, and this is a little bit on the uh, crazy technical side, but coming up with a new uh, switching and routing OS for the routers they use in their data centers because they did not like the stuff that was on the Cisco's and all that, and they wanted to customize it. They've actually created uh, their own open source, or they're still developing their own open source operating system for their switches and routers to be able to get done in their data center what they want to get done to help facilitate people People being able to get to content and it's not something that facebook is doing just for facebook they're doing it for uh you know they're working with other companies in the foundation to do something to you know help uh and they can get out of the the clutches of juniper and of uh, cisco who do a lot of the high-end networking stuff so it's interesting yeah. you have them coming together for something like that it would be wonderful to see them come together to start up an isp that should be kind of cool as a proof of concept if they all work together and kind of just like re-networked the whole West Coast. You know, since a lot of them, their home bases are there. Yeah. You know, and kind of redid like fiber through, you know, from Seattle all the way down to San Diego and just kind of created this like large network. Just kind of like see what the cost is kind of like as an experiment. I mean, it would suck for yeah. the rest of the country to not have that, but... Until Facebook fixes their privacy issues, I don't want to even have their ISP. <laughs> It's not going to happen. Yeah. I, I don't want it. Yeah, you know. the entire internet, Brian. <laughs> Actually, do you know who has a lot of money that would be great at this? Is the NSA. They'd have a lot ah, of incentive. Ah, there you go. <laughs> NSA sponsored internet. Don't worry about signing yourself up. We've already signed you up. <laughs> I can see where we know you want through. your internet before you want your internet. If if you had publicly, you know, federally owned infrastructure, I could see where people could freak out about that. It's like, well, you know, they of course they can look into your stuff. They own it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's already in, you know, the Fed's hands. But I don't hear anyone really complaining too much about it, like over in Europe and things like that, where it is federally owned. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I mean, there, there is a definitely a different a different uh, climate in Europe when it comes to that and how people view their governments. And it is here. I think a lot of it, a lot of it too, it just, when you brought up the kind of rural point where a lot of people just don't care and their needs aren't there, that's a little different in the more densely packed areas yeah. over there where people have to care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're always involved in the almost kind of same, same thing. I'm sure there are rural areas, but, you know, not as spread out. There's so much land here and so much Yeah, I mean, space. honestly, that, yeah. that, the, it's funny that the, the geographical features of the United States dictate a lot yep. about sure everything do. from economics to our mindsets on different things. And yeah, it, it's, 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 it's a pretty funny thing if you think about it. The, the map projections don't adequately show how large the United States is in comparison to Europe. Europe is pretty much only about from the East Coast to the Mississippi in, in terms of size. Yeah. 
the United States is much, much larger. It's a much, much larger geographical area, and we have large areas of, of nothing. And that doesn't happen in Europe. So, yep. the you know, there is a greater population density, which allows for... More efficient use of infrastructure. More efficient sure. use of the space and more efficient use of services, which includes better uh, internet coverage, cell phone coverage, yeah. which is... Not only does it allow it, it they, it's demanded. It's, you know... It's a priority because they have to use the space efficiently, yeah. or else you yeah. know, they're wasting a lot of a lot of area. Land is super valuable. You know, we're talking about competition here. Uh, you also have to deal with antitrust laws, which the United <laughs> States is a little bit fuzzy on because you know you've got telcos, which on one hand, you know, they get all uppity when they have even a, a trust issue, but then you've got the National Football League or Major League Baseball, which have pretty much run as a, the only competition in the country for, you know, decades on end, and nobody seems to give a shit. <laughs> uh, over, in the, over in Europe, though, it's it's definitely a, a, a big deal, the antitrust issues. Microsoft, I know, still falls oh, yeah. foul of that quite often bringing things kind of back around more to uh, net neutrality, something I've been thinking about and I just haven't seen talked about is let's say net, the net neutrality goes away in the United States. So you have all this, you know, you have higher end companies having to pay to get their data to uh, customers and subscribers and users quicker or, you know, in a timely fashion, let's say, what does that spell out for all the people outside of the United States that are accessing services that are here? Huh. Are they SOL? Does their ISPs have to then make make deals with ISPs here to get traffic? You know, I mean, it it probably it kind of sucks. You I'm, said nothing would change. Well, no, I, the only, I, the only I, thing I'm is, saying, it's all I'm about packing. Worst case scenario. Well, it's all about traffic prioritization. Yeah, yeah. No, no, so, I, I know, but I'm saying worst case scenario because the good bulk of the internet physically exists in the United States. So then, sadly, yeah, sadly, it, it's good and bad, mostly bad these days. But what well, happens here's to the, the rest question. of the world with all that? It's kind of a, it's kind of a crazy thing that this is not something that just affects the United States, but does affect the entire world. What things in the United States are be are able to be seen in Europe? They can't use Netflix. They can't use Hulu. They can't use uh, HBO Go they, except think, in certain countries. That, like the UK could access Netflix, just not not all the content. They have their own like. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's their own set of okay, content so because the laws of one country of has restricted access but I mean, to. But Netflix. I think that's what it would. Well, be. no, I'm, like... I'm assuming there's plenty of countries that are that have different, you know, copyright things that go on that you know limit the content. But I mean, still, it's like you know, hey, talk, let's talk about even someone getting to freaking Facebook in the UK. I mean, well, I mean, I wouldn't imagine there would be really any restriction because, I mean, you'd still kind of have the same speed. There's not going to be any difference. No, but yeah. I'm saying, I, I don't, I'm saying in the worst case scenario of net neutrality gets thrown out, every, you know, all the big companies have to start paying ISPs to prioritize their traffic and stuff, you know, but what happens when you were, when you are on a network that's outside of the United States? Are you saying that the like, FCC, that are you the saying FCC, that it would be locked? Well, I'm not. That's what I'm like. I don't uh, know. No. I mean, I don't think I, can't it would, I don't think it would be no. blocked. Who's the gatekeeper but, for that? But but no. but does this start a ripple effect that ends up going across the entire world in some fashion? You know, whether that's a raise in prices because ISPs from different countries have to start paying each other to get your data to the United States in a in a faster fashion because the ISPs in the U.S. Yeah, oh yeah, you can get it to the U.S. But as soon as it hits the U.S., it freaking starts slowing down because there aren't deals being made. You see what I'm saying there? Does well, that no, make sense but, at no, all? but I mean, like, what the, what the rule, what they're trying to incorporate is not so much like things would start slowing down. It's just you just paid to have things 
increase, like sped up. No, no, I, I know, but I'm saying worst case scenario. I'm not. I'm saying that if things go horrible, so you're, so, so you're is saying, totally so, thrown so, out. So you're saying like, like we're not even talking okay. about the speed up. We're talking about like. Yes. No, because, I mean, if net neutrality is thrown out, then at that point, it's Wild West, and they could actually block content. At that point, Comcast yeah. would say, you know what? No Netflix. You will use my service. But yeah. that, Let's but say, that, but, what if what if it turned out to be, like, oh, you can only access Amazon through Comcast. But that's, but, but, you know, but that's where the FTC would step in. I mean, they can't. Yes, the, F- they? the FCC yes, they would. has. Well, yeah, you hope so. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. The FCC right. has I mean, said We have these that checks and balances. I mean, even if net neutrality for some reason doesn't form the way we'd like it to form, we do have systems in place that are supposed to make sure that there is right. still competition out there. So even right. I'm just trying to make the point to where yes that is right you ha- that's not allowed technically and hopefully yes. is always never allowed yeah because yes. I mean because I mean if the FTC if the FTC was wasn't there then Comcast merging with Time Warner would be no issue it'd be a slam dunk and that's that all they have to do is like I have the money for this and that's it yeah you know, yeah we have, both parties agree we, we have checks yeah, and balances in there in place to kind of make sure you know it's not always the best scenarios because sometimes you know. They don't always have the best interest. There's lobbyists out there that kind of make a point, and it's like you know something slipped through the cracks, and it's like, what were they thinking? Yeah, kind of deal. Yeah, the European Union doesn't have a have a net neutrality. They're just watching us and shaking their heads. Yeah, because yeah. you know we're ignorant. <laughs> um, I don't. I really don't think even worst case scenario. I can't imagine that anything's going to change for them. Uh, the way that licensing happens with the you know MPAA and RIA, you know, with regard to Hollywood, I don't think is going to change much in the way of how what content's going to be delivered over there. If they have restricted access now with the same speeds, they probably still have restricted access with the same speeds or being totally locked out of it altogether, like with Hulu. You know, I maybe BitTorrent will start becoming uh, more prominent. I know it's kind of big over there, so I know it's big here too. Is a, is so. a, is a content delivery system or is a way around things? As a way around things. Yeah. To encourage, it would encourage piracy. I, I would imagine if if there's any kind of slowdown that they can prove. I know that Verizon was throttling Netflix for a while there, mm-hmm. um, yeah. uh, and there was there was a pretty well known blog post. Uh, one gentleman was actually uh, you know doing tests on his bandwidth and noticing that you know some things would load faster and that Netflix was being throttled on his Verizon. And he called him up and said, "Hey, are you guys throttling my Netflix?" To which they said, "Yes, they he, they are," which I believe was illegal. I don't know if he ever got any kind of resolution other than, "Yeah, we're throttling your connection," but there's not really much you can do about kind of it. Kind surprised they admitted to it uh, there, honestly. Yeah, well, it, it kind of went. It spread like wildfire. I think it was on Slashdot a couple of days, and yeah. you know, got got a pretty big chat about it. I found a the article. You know, uh, we were talking about Seattle's municipal internet. The apparently the mayor, as of last week, had blogged about Comcast sucking balls up here, uh, and if they didn't clean up their app, they were going to put in a. They were going to look at the feasibility of putting in a municipal internet up here. Again. <laughs> but the article was the article was quick to mention that Comcast was a big supporter of the mayor during his mayoral run. <laughs> yeah. There appears to be Surprise. some shifting alliances there. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> That's something I just don't know about. Is the FCC okay with municipal spes as long as they adhere I don't think to they have any I don't think they have any dog in that fight. Yeah. I think yeah, it's the, if the city's treated as a utility or right. uh, you know like an electric company or gas and water you know most you know what yeah. most places have their you're, own you're you're right there but that's the one other thing is that it's many 
bodies have gone out of their way to say ISPs are not utilities. They are not labeled as utilities. They're not telecoms. And they and they, they, they don't get the... They then can't be overseen like telecoms can. And, and utilities yeah, I, ar- I argue I argue to the negative on that. I believe they are, in fact... No, no, no. That, no, uh, that, that's... A, utilities. No, no. That, that was what happened. That's why the Supreme Court, back in January came to their decision was based off of earlier rulings from years in the past that stated ISPs are not are, are not utilities because the FCC was trying to say, hey, we're doing net neutrality. You guys can't do any of this, you know, prioritization BS. And they took yeah. them to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court said, FCC, you're actually in the wrong here. You cannot do a blanket statement of saying, no, they can't do, you know, they, they can't do this, you know, pay for you know, fast lane stuff. And that's why that's why we're in the boat where we're at now is because there was a decision made years ago saying ISPs are not utilities. They don't fall. Yeah. Well, I mean, I understand, but I was talking more like, you know, the municipal internet stuff. If, if Seattle wanted to create Seattle's internet, we'll just call it Seattle's internet. Okay. And they're an internet Seattle's service provider, internet. and they provide Seattle's best, right. Seattle's best <laughs> internet, you know, Star Internet or something like that. They uh, could classify their own internet service as a utility, okay, Perfect. independent so of a privately owned. It could be a taxpayer-funded mm-hmm. internet connection, and it could technically, I, I would imagine at that point, be a utility because Seattle's internet would not be a publicly traded okay, company I, like Comcast. I see what you're saying. Universal. I see what you're saying. There is a utility, and then not would not be subject in, to the. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that makes sense. It would be cool if you would see, you know, something along those lines popping up other places. I don't think you'll see it in California with all the budget issues and California being in a horrible situation money-wise. Other parts of the country, you know, that are doing decent, you know, you may see something like that, but a lot of it the local governments aren't don't have that money's yeah. You dumb bastards down in California deregulated electricity thinking it was going to make everything better and it actually made it worse. So, you know, hopefully deregulation of internet won't uh, won't, won't screw the Deregulation we found screws uh, screws the little man always. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the other thing we haven't brought into this argument is let's say that the fast lane does happen. And you've got your Netflix and your Googles and your 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 Hulus and your Voodoo's of the world are you know using the fast lane and and screwing the pooch and it's causing prices to go up. Customers don't have to use these services. Correct. The customer still has the power to not use Netflix and Hulu and Voodoo and. Yeah. YouTube and what have customers, you. There customers are have the ability to not have cable, yet cable subscribership that's, yeah, goes that's up. That's the same issue right there. I understand, but those are options. You don't have to use they them. They are options. And, if you and I will have to say in, into the defense, uh, or not defense, but to kind of counter that is because they've been around for so long in so many people's in every vast majority of people in the United States in their lives having cable te- television you know having cable internet for let's say the past 15 20 years comes ingrained in this isn't something I can't live without like right now going through the thoughts and talking with my wife on cutting on cutting the cord money wise it makes so much sense but there's that little part inside of us both of us that is like but it's always been there. 
you know, and it's one of those kind of hard things to like kind of pull away from unless you're going to, you know, go live on a commune or something, <laughs> you know, go, go full on extreme there. Tree, but yeah, the you grid. don't, yeah, off the grid. Yeah. Yes. You don't need to have Netflix. You don't need to have Hulu, but also those are the bastions of where people are going who are, you know, cutting the cord or looking to cut the cord. They still want the entertainment and that's kind of where they go to for that. Yeah. Or people need, or need to be Or I've never had a cord like a lot of the new generations. And they've grown up yeah, on that. Yeah. Yeah. I hardly had a, I, I barely had uh, I had TV of course and stuff like that but it's like <laughs> the moment I had, like college afterwards it's like why have a TV TVs are dumb why can't cable like TVs you know, are awesome TV what the hell <laughs> no. TV baby I'll put my computer up on the TV there yeah. we go yeah now, I was thinking a little bit more about the net Charlie as far as like from a different aspect in terms of like industries that could benefit from the uh, this new net neutrality rule as far as the speedway and all that. And it's kind of like if you think about like medical industry and security industry that could benefit from like paying extra to get that speed boost where it's kind of like life or death. You know, if you're trying to like go like real like uh, medicine well, kind of expanding to like virtual sessions. Well, then you just buy faster access to everything like we already have. That's what they already do. No, what I'm saying is if net neutrality means that there's no prioritization, everybody's on the same level. Yeah. But there are some services that might benefit from having higher priority you know like yeah, yeah, security you're, you're, systems. you're saying you're saying security and emergency sort of type systems if they became uh if they became like ip you know like they were traffic on the internet yeah. then oh yeah it's a bit of a stretch but i i i, I see because I, I, like, no, I, I mean like the future is like you know you're talking about like imbe- like pay- embedded medical devices that are supposed to read you know your your biometric and like a doctor can kind of like remote in and see how you're doing in that and like imagine you know your bandwidth is not high enough you have a heart attack but it's like it's delayed to get to that doctor because you know the bandwidth is just not there and there's an opportunity prioritization that's where like business solutions and things would come in you know that's that's already there there's stuff that's like that that's already out there it's like but 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 i mean under net neutrality rules it's it's all supposed to be level Yes. No. No, but that, well, that, that, well, that access, is. Access, okay. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Access to everything should be the same. Yes. To General everything. speed but, should be the same. You should be only limited by your network speed, their network speed. That's it. But not artificially limited. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. So you can still, they could, even with net neutrality, like pure net neutrality, you could still have, oh, I want to pay a bit more to then get the, to use the better infrastructure that costs more. What if we had, yo, you could get, that's like we have DSL, we have cable, and we have Fios and stuff like that. You can still do DSL if you want to. You're still accessing at a, the same speed as everybody else that has DSL, or at least, you know, for, yeah. within, under that provider in your area. Yeah. But it's like, you can, you can specifically say, it's like, ah, I'm a medical company and I really need to access this stuff really fast, you know, specifically, and you can tailor, they, they can tailor that for you. They can get you what you need for that kind of stuff. You can get the high bandwidth things already and you could i bet you should be able to in net, you know with net neutrality as well it's yeah but in that case but in that case say, oh no we you can't com- you get sex same as everybody else in that else. case you as a company are paying more for a hot, for more bandwidth on that pipe right sure yeah. so how is this any yeah, but different you're than, just gonna you know netflix having to pay more for more bandwidth on a pipe to give you content well netflix really isn't going to pay more on the on they're going to pay more only until they pass the cost on to the consumer right well eventually they would because they're being asked to pay yeah. more but i mean it's the same idea isn't it 
the you're asking Netflix to pay more for that higher band for more bandwidth on that pipe. I think I under I understand where you're where you're coming from, and I think there the distinction is very slight in that like okay, let's say like right now or let's say uh what three months ago when um, Netflix had not started paying Comcast, which is the current state of things right now. Netflix does pay Comcast. So before then, Comcast, because there was so much Netflix traffic on their network, they were, let's just say they were throttling it. They were artificially lowering the speed, deprioritizing their data on their network to try and keep things level on their own network. Okay, mm-hmm. let, let, you know, let's just say that that's what they were doing. So with Netflix paying now, they are not doing that because technically, you know, theoretically, they can have, you know, they can improve their infrastructure to compensate for the massive amount of uh, bandwidth from Netflix. Mm-hmm. So this isn't a bandwidth issue on like Netflix's end with their internet service providers. It's the end it's users. A, it's the end users, and it's the fact of it's that true. it's you know that these networks are claiming that they're getting flooded and they put strain on their network, slowing down people who don't have Netflix doing things. That that's their complaint and and their uh rationalization is to go ahead and do something like this does that make more sense yeah but i mean then compared the, to the, the mean, then compared to the buying bandwidth because but, because actually in that case it would be buying bandwidth then buying this on top of it so it'd be essentially almost like paying twice and run right now you just pay for your bandwidth you have good bandwidth you know you can serve up you know more people com- uh, connecting to your services uh and websites right it should just be pay Pays what uh, you get what you pay for. You pay for this much bandwidth, that's what you get. Yeah. Done. End of story. Like, that should be it. Yeah. That there shouldn't be artificial measures put in place to right. lower that, essentially. You know, not all of the price hike may be because of the internet fast lane, though. With the success of Arrested Development, Orange is the New Black, House of Cards, Netflix may want to actually add more original programming. No, they, they probably and, do. They probably do. You know, Kevin Spacey, Kevin Spacey took House of Cards on the idea that, oh, this probably will never work out. I'm going to, you know, pay a premium, you know, not as much for it. And then it's just blown up and gotten god-awful popular. So he may be wanting more money. The stars of the various shows may be wanting more money. So, you know, it, they could actually be wanting to give more to their customers. I know, but I mean, eventually, I mean, sooner or later, they're going to have to pass uh, pass the cost. Even if they're not doing it right now or planning on doing it, you know, in the next couple of months, they are going to have to pass the cost down to the consumer. I mean, that would just undercut themselves. And, you know, to kind of add to what Brian was saying, you know, yes, they want to do original content, but they're also trying to get the latest content on Netflix that people want to see. You know, they have a huge yeah. license deal with Disney to get like a lot of the Star Wars movies on there. And if they want to continue having like, you know, all the Marvel movies, all, you know, Warner Brothers movies, yeah. on, it's going to cost more money down the road. The content owners know the value that Netflix brings. Yeah. And and they know that they're valuable to Netflix, and so they're going to want more money out of it, which then is going to cost us exactly. more money. <laughs> Yep. Exactly. So, I mean, to use Netflix as the example as far as the whole net neutrality thing is, you know, may not be a fair thing to look at. I, I think it's just easy to do right now because essentially they've already had to do, you know, step one of, oh my God, we're losing net neutrality. Yeah. Well, and they're the most you vocal know, about podcast. it at the moment. I mean, every, yeah, every well, other I day mean, he's posting something about how much this sucks. <laughs> I mean, honestly, but, you know, you, over the past, like, year 
almost two years, you know, looking at bandwidth usage in the United States, Netflix is the mass majority of a single service yeah. or a single anything, you know, in the United States. So, you know, they are the, the they've got a nice big red target uh, painted on them when it comes to that kind of stuff. That's going to do it for this week's show. You can find our website at majortechnicality.com. And please remember to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash majortechnicality. We are also on Twitter and you can find us at majortechnical. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, you can email us at comments at majortechnicality.com. We'd really appreciate it if you'd leave us a review in iTunes. You can do that by heading over to majortechnicality.com slash iTunes or going to our website and clicking on the banner on the right-hand side. If you've got some shopping to do online at Amazon, please go to majortechnicality.com slash Amazon. It'll forward you over to their website, and you can add your items to your cart, and upon checkout, we will get a small percentage. Nothing is added to your order. All the music you've heard is done by Father Bingo, and you can find more of his music over at fatherbingo.bandcamp.com. Thanks for listening, have a great week, and come back and join us for episode number 52. Take it easy, everyone. Laters. See you guys. Bye.